Good morning and welcome to the Pittsburgh Current Podcast. I am Pittsburgh Current Editor and Publisher Charlie Deach here with you on a cold, wintry Beachview morning. Although at least it's not icy today as it was the other day. We got our, uh, well some of us anyway, got our first taste of a Beachview winter uh, coming up the hills with a little ice on the ground. We got a good show today. We uh, are going to be talking to Keystone State Wrestling Association owner Bobby O about their upcoming Fan Fest. Uh, toy Fan Fest and Toy Drive this Saturday um, at Spirit in Lawrenceville. Um, we are the official media sponsor. We're very proud to be part of that event. Um, and we're going to talk to Bobby in a minute. But first, uh, at the Pittsburgh Current, we have our new our gift guide coming up this coming Tuesday. So be sure to check that out for some uh, holiday gift ideas. Um, but we also have a number of other events going on. And so I would love to love to bring in my partner, Bethany Rue. The alluring Bethany the allure, Rue. Too. <laughs> that was like a side combo that we yes. had. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's actually it's a new Pittsburgh Current perfume coming out just in time for the holidays. Currently um, alluring. <laughs> currently alluring. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have a ton of events coming up, uh, including and starting with tonight, are currently at, which is our monthly happy hour series where we go hang out in one of our featured neighborhoods. Tonight, we will be in Polish Hill at Rock Room. Um, it's going to be me, a bunch of our writers, our music writer, Mike Shanley is going to be there. Um, our food writer, Haley Frederick's going to be there. So you can come and just kind of hang out with us and chill. Maybe like, you know, pitch us your story ideas or tell Absolutely. us, tell us that you want to, you know, see something in the paper and we'll try to make it happen for you. And we'll also be giving away a pair of Craig Ferguson tickets for his show tomorrow night. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm a very a generous, price. I'm a Lorian and generous. The alluring and generous. The and generous, Rue. Bethany Rue. So, uh, yeah, definitely stop down. That's from 4 to 7 at Rock Room. There's going to be drink specials. Nigel will be behind the bar. Uh, she was actually in the Polish Hill story. She's mm-hmm. awesome. So please do stop by and see us. The other event that we have going on, um, or coming up soon, I should say, is our Merry Giftmas, which is Thursday, December 13th. Um, that's at Sing Sing. And so what Merry Giftmas is, is it is a gift exchange party. So it's a $10 ticket, and for your ticket, and there's a link in our Facebook event page, um, for your ticket, you get your first drink for free. Mm-hmm. Sing Sing's going to put on a holiday snack buffet. Wow. Yeah, and you get a chance to win our super mega gift bag, which is going to include a bunch of prizes worth hundreds of dollars, and I'll tease one of them here for you. Um, we are doing, we have, a, we have a pair of Penguins tickets. Wow. I know, and I feel like. Pretty amazing. Yeah, and I, didn't they? They won a game or something. So I think I, I think that the gift that we could give the Penguins is our love and support. And by the time the tickets for next for twenty, they'll be in for a game in twenty nineteen. Yeah. By the time that comes around, I'm sure they'll be back in the mix. You know, back in the mix. We'll be we'll be heading to the Stanley Cup again. Exactly. As we I'm, do. I'm no brain Metzger, our hockey writer, <laughs> but uh, uh, I feel that the Penguins are going to be on an upswing soon. I do. I you know actually I feel like that too because they're the Penguins. So, um, for that event you just bring a gift worth ten dollars gender neutral and you put that gift down you get a ticket when you come up and you pick your gift bag it could be a gift that somebody else brought or it could be the super mega gift bag so yeah and that's gonna be a great time we're gonna put a bunch of prizes in there and we're gonna have other prizes to give away throughout the night and um probably have more drink specials by the time we get to the event so make sure you get your ticket now because there's only limited tickets available and come and hang out with us and get a prezi yeah, so. that's gonna be a lot of fun. Those uh, I love. I love a secret uh, a secret gift exchange. Yeah, like what are you gonna get? You don't know. You don't know because it's a secret. And if we're throwing a super mega 
super, uh, pri- mega. super mega alluring prize package in there. Alluring. And it's going to smell fantastic. L-U-R-E. We're going to lure you in. Is that right? L-U-R-E for sounds, the lure? Not L-O-R-E, the story. Um, um, and then two other things. We have our currently lit going on right now, which is yes. our Christmas light competition. And um, we've been getting some great submissions. I love to see how just insane yeah. people get around the holidays with their lights. Um, and I'm sure Duquesne Light as well really appreciates that. So, right. But make sure you're taking pictures of your holiday display. Tag us um, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter and hashtag it currently lit. You are going to win an awesome trophy that you could brag about all year round. Yeah. And then Jake, our visuals editor, is actually going to come and do a professional video sort of montage or yes. something of, of your display. And we'll have that up on the website. So yeah. And I mean, you're going to decorate your house to ridiculous heights anyway you may as well win a little something for it yeah if you're going full on griswold you yeah. should you should promote that exactly so exactly otherwise you just look like a psychopath <laughs> <laughs> um no so yeah so make sure you're doing that and then the last thing i want to mention is did you know you could sponsor this podcast if you were an advertiser and you Get were so inclined out of I town swear to god do you see where that little sorgatron logo is am i pointing the right way Am I? That's perfect. That's amazing. I should do TV. So yeah. Anyway, so where that logo is, you can have your logo right there. Uh, we get thousands of viewers and listeners every week, so it would be awesome if if you guys wanted to be a part of it. Shoot me an email, Bethany at PittsburghCurrent.com. Love to talk to you about that. And I think that, that's all I got. Charlie, am I missing something? No, I don't think so. On just on a uh, uh, just on a, a other other event of the weekend. Of course, we're going to talk about KSWA Fan Fest, but. Um, on Sunday, and we featured uh, this show in our most recent issue of the Pittsburgh Current. But uh, one of, I, in my opinion, one of the best shows to come through town every year is the Reverend Horton Heat Holiday Hayride, and that's going to be at Jurgles on Sunday, starting at seven o'clock. Um, we did a feature. Uh, I, I did an interview with uh, Junior Brown, who will be opening that show for the Rev, and um, he's just he's one of the most amazing. Uh, he plays this contraption that is both a guitar. Uh, uh, an electric guitar and a, uh, a steel guitar at the same time. And he's just an amazing uh, talent. And so it's really, really, it's always a great show. Big Sandy and Big Sandy of Big Sandy and the Fly Right Boys will be there. So will the Blasters and the Reverend. And that will be at Jurgles in Warrendale. And um, the show goes, the show hits different locations every year, but um, it's, it's, it's really, really a great show. And if you're a fan of uh, rockabilly, uh, and that style of music, Americana, you should really check that out. And you have a write-up on PittsburghCurrent.com. PittsburghCurrent.com for all that information mm-hmm. and other things to do this weekend. There's lots of things lots to do this things. weekend. And you're going to be talking to the owner of one of the we very are. cool things that is going to happen this weekend. And we're very excited. Um, speaking of that, Bethany, thank you very much. Thank you, Charlie. I got to go, everybody. Bye. <laughs> that long bye threw me off. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the... The the other thing, the other thing going on uh, this weekend, of course, is the major uh, event, in my opinion, and that we uh, we are the, proud to be the media sponsor of KSWA's uh, Fan Fest and Holiday Toy Drive. And joining me live is the owner of the KSWA, uh, Bobby O. Bobby, welcome to the show. Charlie, uh, I appreciate you having me on the podcast. I thought we were busy. At the KSWA, then I hear Bethany run down. Yeah. giving us a run for uh, our money there, and we greatly appreciate you guys being the official media sponsor of KSWA Fan Fest. Oh, it's our it's our pleasure, and 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 this particular show is for a great cause, and I'm a long time wrestling fan, so Bethany knows anytime something wrestling comes on the pike that I'm going to try and uh, 
uh, try and get our try and get our name out there. And and I guess to put it in perspective, Bethany is like our she's yeah. our she's our commissioner. Um, so she's taking care of uh, uh, and put it in wrestling uh, parlance. Uh, Bethany's the commissioner. But um, so Bobby, let's talk a little bit about uh, the show coming up this weekend. First, let's let's for a little background <laughs> for those that. Um, for those that don't know, um, tell us a little bit about the KSWA. You guys have been around for 18 years, something like that, going on getting close to 20 years. Tell us a little bit about KSWA. 18 years. Uh, you're correct, Charlie. We uh, are born, bred, and based in Lawrenceville or at the Spirit Hall. That is our uh, base of operations. Uh, but we do travel elsewhere within the, the city of Pittsburgh, without the city of Pittsburgh, though. Uh, but uh, we've been pretty successful. We are uh, the Spirit Hall, the Spirit Lounge, our friends at Spirit Pizza, brought us back in. It used to be the old Moose Lounge, which right. was our one of our original homes. Uh, we've got a great relationship with our friends at Slice Island. So uh, that's where we're based out of. And you mentioned it's been 18 years. I haven't been there all 18 years, uh, but it's uh, been a great run. We've had our busiest year ever, Charlie. We had 24 events. This will be our 24th event wow. on Saturday night. So uh, it's been a great year as far as that goes, and we hope to finish it. Uh, on the first with a bang. Yeah. How, how many were how many were you guys doing um, back the first few years, uh, even maybe the first five years? Uh, how many shows were you guys doing, and then or was the promotion doing? And then did you expect it to grow into what it's what it's grown into? Not as far as number of shows, as far as uh, length of time you've been around. And you know, you're you're you guys are sort of the um, you know there are definitely there are several promotions, and I think it's great that Pittsburgh has a very rich independent wrestling scene. I think that's fantastic. Um, but especially in the city of Pittsburgh, your KSWA is one of the first names that um, people sort of link to professional wrestling. So did you think we would be, the KSWA would be at this, you know, would have grown this much in that period of time? Always hopeful. Uh, that was always the goal, Charlie. And, you know, it, it goes, it ebbs and it flows. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, you're talking about, we have eight, 10, maybe 12 events. Uh, sometimes, uh, uh, we actually, uh, our, our stretch goal was to get 26. Mm-hmm. So we almost got to the stretch goal, but we're very proud. You, you talked about it to be identified as Pittsburgh's, uh, professional wrestling organization, because we, we kind of pattern ourselves after the great studio wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, we pay homage to that. We try to mirror that. So we're great to be affiliated, uh, with the city of Pittsburgh. We love that. Uh, we love to be, you know, in and out around the community of Lawrenceville, Many of us are, are be, I'm a born and raised in Lawrenceville, so I'm particularly proud of that. Uh, and it's just a whole lot of fun. Um, you know, uh, we had hoped, again, anyone hopes uh, when you get into a business or an organization like we are, uh, that it grows. And it, it happened to, to, you know, really take off the last couple of years, which is great. Uh, can't not thank our fans enough for that. The KSWA crazies as we affectionately uh, call them. Right. We can't thank our partners such as you or the Spirit Hall. Uh, and that all makes it go. And uh, when you have that kind of support, that kind of loyalty, it makes your work even that much harder. Right. And so let's talk about the genesis of FanFest and the uh, the holiday toy drive. When was the first one of those? And um, what was uh, what was sort of the, what was what was the genesis for, for that project? Um, uh, it's our chance to give back. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, uh, it's, it's threefold, actually, for me. Uh, I'm involved in this because, like you, I'm a wrestling fan. Yeah. So we get to bring in uh, uh, stars like Nick Aldis and uh, Sam Adonis and the great James, Jay Dillon, J.J. Dillon. So for FanFest, we always do that. So as a wrestling fan, uh, check that box off for myself. Uh, the two 
better reasons, uh, I think, are we're able to give back. Number one, we give back to our fans. Uh, we give a lot away. Uh, 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 we give away a ton of free stuff. Uh, we have uh, Chinese auctions and things like that going on. But we just give stuff back. So number two, it's a way to say thank you. And you talked about the toy drive. And we ask anyone who comes uh, to our show on Saturday, uh, you bring a new unwrapped toy. We uh, collect bins and bins uh, for several years now. I want to say eight to ten years we've been doing this. Uh, to give to uh, underprivileged uh, children and teens in and around the area with uh, children youth services from Allegheny County. So that's another way uh, to give back because, you know, we're community-oriented. The community supports us. Our fans support us. We love to support them right back, Charlie. And this show has had has had has really provided a lot of great moments over the years. Um, you, This is sort of the show where not only is it is it a great card of wrestling, you also – Bring in a lot of special guests, and we'll talk. We'll be, of course, we'll be talking about this year's. Um, but uh, this year, well, also for this year's, this year's, this year's sort of, you know, sort of the 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 the, the top of the ticket here. What we're what we're looking at is really, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about the individual match, but we're also going to talk about um, really. It is sort of what has been the last, you know. Last year or so, maybe a little longer than that, um, sort of the resurgence of the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, which, in my opinion, you know, I grew up, uh, I grew up in, up, I grew up here. So, WWF was um, now WWE, of course. That was sort of what we got. And then when cable came, and you know, and Saturday mornings we would watch uh, a Jim Crockett promotions show, uh, you know, and all of a sudden there's the NWA with guys like Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Manny Fernandez. We're seeing all the, the Andersons, you know, we're seeing this new thing. And it really is sort of the, uh, when you think of historically, when you think of, you know, probably the greatest wrestling promotions, at least in terms of prestige, I think the NWA, you know, even though it's had some down years, I think I think of the NWA as sort of the, the pinnacle of that. You will uh, not get uh, one argument from me on that, Charlie. Uh, 605 Saturday nights when I was a youth. Yeah. TBS, you put wrestling on and the NWA uh, was uh, paramount uh, to that promotion. And this belt specifically, uh, just the history of some of the people. And I'm a Ric Flair fan. Ric Flair had it and Dusty Rhodes and uh, Harley Race. Nick Aldis has done a great job. Yeah. You talked about it. Uh, uh, Billy Corgan uh, bought the NWA, and uh, Nick Aldis has done a great job of having this belt become resurgence. He's, he's making it relevant again. He's done a great job of defending it, and that will happen uh, against Sean Blanton on Saturday, which we'll talk about. But yeah. uh, a, a lot of people who are new to wrestling because it's so dominated nowadays by WWE may not realize what the history is outside of what Vince McMahon and the WWE does. Uh, but this belt has such prestige and such history, and it dates back to the 50s, and it's been defended uh, many, many times in Pittsburgh. Uh, so it's just great to be a part of that. And, uh, you know, selfishly, as the owner of the KSWA, I'm hoping that belt stays with us. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so let's let's get into that a little bit. So, um as you said, the resurgence of the NWA is due a lot to current NWA champion Nick Aldis, um, as well as um, wrestles by the name of Cody, but Dusty Rhodes' son, yeah. Cody, Cody Rhodes, um, and the all-in pay-per-view uh, that happened um, earlier this year. It really sort of stepped the NWA up to a level that, you know... I think that is, is a nice jumping off point platform to, to, to jump off from. And then after Cody Rhodes defeated, uh, or after Cody Rhodes won the title, Nick Aldis won it back. Um, 
a short time later, and now he's been defending the belt, and he's been defending it all around the country, and it's really nice because it really gets back to that. For again, for those that don't know, wrestling was definitely more wrestling, not more of wrestling was a territorial system, and um, you know, and so each area had its own promotion, it had its own promoters, and these titles, as the NWA title, would travel in between these these territories, and that's kind of Bobby. That's kind of what Nick Aldis has been doing, correct? You're absolutely right, uh, uh, and you hit the nail on the head, Charlie. Uh, uh, the fact that they were able to bring that all in pay-per-view together uh, with the Young Bucks and Cody. Uh, I made the mistake, too, in an interview earlier that we called him Cody Rhodes. But he's Cody Rhodes right. now, so yeah. Like that. yeah. You know, uh, he, he, winning the belt, the significance of that is his father, Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, was so involved, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, in the NWA and that championship. So uh, that pushed it further into prominence. And then uh, I, I think, you know, it's becoming – uh, the belt, maybe the independent belt outside of Ring yeah. of Honor in, it, in this country going around, and Nick Aldis, uh, again, is the current champion. So uh, that kind of took the resurgence that it had been getting and pushed it over the top and maybe back into the mainstream. So uh, we're very proud that we're able yeah. to have this match on Saturday. So the match will be uh, NWA uh, World Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis versus... Uh, KSW. I mean, Sean Blanchard's been with you guys. Or Sean Blanchard's been there since day one, right? And he, so he he's going to get his, he's going to get his shot. He's going to get his shot at the title. So as you're when you're making this match, um, why Sean Blanchard? When you know you have the champ coming in, what makes you decide? Okay, Sean Blanchard's a guy to try and bring this home for Pittsburgh and for the KSWA. You, uh, that's a great question, and uh, you're not the first person who was asked that. Uh, 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 let me just go on record and say this, I, I do not agree with the methods and the shortcuts sometimes that Sean Blanchard takes. Mm -hmm. But his resume and his record is unparalleled, multi-time KSW heavyweight champion, tag team champion. He's had so many belts. And he's such a great wrestler. Right. Uh, regardless of his uh, methods, Charlie, his passion is unquestioned. So we took that all into account, uh, the fact that he has been so successful, the fact that he understands the prestige of this belt, and his track record as a KSWA megastar in the championship committee and myself uh, agreed that he was the deserving candidate. Uh, we had several candidates uh, other in mind. Uh, David Lawless, who's our current heavyweight champion. Mm -hmm. Mitch Napier, who had a long championship run. He's going to get a chance to try to win his belt back. Uh, those two were first and foremost on the list. But we just looked at the overall picture and uh, thought Sean Blanchard was well-deserving of this opportunity. I think when you're talking about a historic, I think it kind of makes sense from the standpoint where you're talking about a historic sort of title i mean you may as well put you know the, the the guy who's who's got the history in the kswa and the history in the city um you know as you said multi you know kswa is you know uh the title is known as what you know probably the the biggest wrestling title in the commonwealth i believe i have that correctly um, it is it's certainly the most important title yeah. throw into the fact that you're talking about the history of this nwa championship charlie that sean blanchard has a relationship with james j Dillon. right uh he won the KSWA championship with James J. Dillon a few years ago in his corner. So uh, you add that into the mix, uh, maybe that's an obstacle that Nick yeah. Aldis can't overcome. So. so so let's so let's break that down a little bit. So yeah, so after the after the title match was announced, I think that was announced first. It was then announced that um, again, Google, 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 James <laughs> J. Dillon. Um, again, as, as for the, for those of us that, again, at 605, you know, uh, as we're, you know, we know the, the legend of the four horsemen, you know, James J. Dillon was right there. Um, he's one of, he goes down as he's a hall of fame, he's a hall of fame manager. Um, and, and he's one of, one of the, one of the most well-known and one of the most successful wrestling managers, um, I think in history. So how did this, uh, sort of 
pairing come together with uh, with JJ and Sean? He, uh, well, James J. Dillon, WWE Hall of Famer, he's in the KSW Hall of Fame as well. He had a, a track history of being involved in studio wrestling in Pittsburgh, so right. uh, that's why he ended up in our Hall of Fame. But, uh, you, you know, Sean, this is what the great thing is. And, and as I mentioned earlier, Charlie, uh, I'm a fan. We're fans. That's why we're involved in this business as well uh, into bringing the KSWA. Uh, we get to meet a lot of people and a lot of uh, our heroes, if you want to call them growing up, a lot of the legends and James J. Dillon was one of them, the arguably the manager of the greatest faction ever. Sure. Uh, at least I'll argue for that in the Four Horsemen. Uh, and we just crossed paths uh, uh, at the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, which had previously been in Amsterdam, New York. And, you know, you struck up a conversation. We respect the history uh, of this great sport. And, uh, you know, you, you start talking and you have similar interests and you say, you know, hey, JJ, would you be willing to come up for a show? And he does. And then. He finds similar interests with Sean Blanchard, uh, and then he manages him a couple times, and uh, you know you build that relationship. And Sean and JJ have built that relationship, and uh, you know Sean is going to use anything, and trust me, right. I mean anything <laughs> to his advantage, Charlie. Yeah, including including JJ Dillon. Yeah, and JJ Dillon again. When you when you look him up, he's he's no stranger of getting involved in matches. He's, he's obviously has no qualms against that. Um, so, uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see what kind of factor he plays, uh, he plays in the match on Saturday, December 1st at Spirit Hall. It is the KSWA, uh, Wrestling Fan Fest and Holiday Toy Drive at 7 p.m., like I said, December 1st at Spirit Hall in Lawrenceville. And, uh, you've got a pretty stacked card here. Let's go up and down the card a little bit and, uh, take a look at some of these other matches. Um, and then I want to... I want to close out with talking since I got you, I want to talk a little bit about NWA history since I got a, a, a fellow fan here. Um, but so let's, let's look at the KSWA heavyweight title match. You've got a three-way match, right? Correct. With David Lawless versus Mitch Napier and Dennis Gregory. Talk a little bit about that match. What's the history that, that, that has brought that to be a, a three-way uh, three-way match for the title. Well, Mitch Napier was a, a, our longtime defending champion and earlier in the year, uh, the gavel, David Lawless, uh, uh, one of our new, Mega stars uh, struck a deal with the VIPs, Sean VIPs, Sean, Sean Blanchard first and foremost, and they kind of did some dirty work, and he was able to take Mitch Napier out. David Lawless cashing his contract, wins the KSWA Heavyweight Championship. Uh, mind you, he's done a great job of defending that, but then Mitch Napier had his rematch in his back pocket, and he asked and was granted uh, his rematch at FanFest. In the interim, Dennis Gregory and I have had uh, several run-ins this year. He is. Uh, uh, physically, we've had some physical confrontations, some mm -hmm. verbal confrontations. Uh, he took me out in Verona earlier in the year. And the championship committee wanted to suspend him there, but I talked him out of it. You know, it's, wrestling involves testosterone and muscles and all sure. that. So these things happen. But he did it again in our show in October at uh, Hot Shots in Mount Pleasant. So he was suspended. The gavel, David Lawless, using his uh, prowess as a lawyer, not as a wrestler, Got mm -hmm. uh, Dennis Gregory unsuspended, added to a show in Sharpsburg. Dennis Gregory did not have a match at FanFest. Uh, you know, the card was made while he was still suspended. The Gavel and Dennis Gregory made a partnership, and then the Gavel wanted to get Dennis Gregory on the show. So he pushed my buttons, and maybe, and uh, maybe a hot headed decision by me, but we threw Dennis Gregory right. in the championship match. I mean, he's, his resume deserves to be in there as well. His methods, Maybe not. His manager, Mayor, Mayor Mystery, definitely not. But 
it is what it is, and those are three deserving megastars in this triple threat match. Yeah, I'm f- I'm familiar with with Mirror Mystery. The guy's kind of a jerk. Uh, I've had a couple of run-ins with him myself over uh, the years. Those are, those are your words. This is me silently agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, that guy. I tell you, I think I got it out for him. So maybe I might, uh, if I see him getting, maybe 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 I might step step in a little bit and uh, take care of him myself on Saturday, because we will be there. Uh, Pittsburgh Current will be there on hand, and we'll be. Uh, Handing out copies of the current, and we will be doing some social media live from the site. And you come up and talk to myself and Bethany, and we'll be glad to talk about the current. And I'll be glad to talk about wrestling as much as anybody wants to. But uh, yeah, I've 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 known Mayor Mystery uh, for quite a few years, and uh, yeah, the guy's kind of a pain in the ass. I can't say it any better than that. So let's move on to to the KSWA Golden Triangle title match. Um, so again, for those that you know, I know I know the titles have their their own significance. I hate to compare one to another, but for those out there that might only be aware of sort of the larger promotions, would this be your U.S. title, your Intercontinental title, sort of your 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 number two belt? Exactly, it is our, our second most important belt next to our KSWA Heavyweight Championship, um, and uh, we put it off as that and. Uh, this is a, you can introduce uh, the competitors and I'll talk about that. But uh, this match is, uh, I think, a great match as well, right. in it, addition to our heavyweight championship. Yeah. And it's Anthony Alexander against the international superstar, Sam Adonis. And so let's talk a little bit about these guys and, and sort of how this match got made. Um, well, uh, Anthony had, uh, it was one of our megastars and uh, one of our great megastars. And it took a hiatus for a while, you know, came back and has been very successful. Captures the Golden Triangle mm-hmm. heavyweight championship and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, he's been very successful defending it. Sam Adonis has uh, made a name for himself in addition yeah. to being from a wrestling family and being the uh, the brother of Corey Graves, uh, uh, has done a great job in, in Mexico in CMLL, and CMLL and, and also in uh, pro-Japan wrestling. Uh, so he's an international superstar. He came and wrestled for us in July in our Brawl Under the Bridge show uh, in Homestead in front of 800 people, and it was just a great show. Uh, he put on a great show. We thought he was deserving uh, contender to come in and take on Double A. Double uh, A realizes that too, but uh, he assures the crazies that he's going to come away with a championship. Uh, so you know, Sam has done a, a great job traveling. Uh, he's a local guy. Right now he's up. He lives up in the Mon Hall in the Homestead area. Yeah. And uh, he's happy to be around. And uh, once you know his schedule was kind of settled, uh, we asked him, "Hey." Want to come to Fan Fest? You want to wrestle for a Golden Triangle Championship? Didn't take very long for the answer to come back. Yes, Charlie. Right, and he sort of he sort of made a splash uh, uh, in in Mexico, correct? Yeah. Uh, wrestling as um, uh, he's somebody, someone who's a pro, who's who's a big fan of pro our Trump. president Donald Trump. Yeah, pro Trump character. Trump. Yep. Um, so what, what do you what do you know of his time? What do you know of his time down there in Mexico? Um, uh, pretty timely, huh? Uh, yeah, no kidding. And that's kind of a way to 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 get people to draw heat. Uh, he carries around a, an American flag with a picture of Donald Trump on that. So uh, judging, and believe me, I'm far from being the most political guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I want to judge that, you, you know, you're probably going to get a 50-50 split. Right. Uh, kind of like things go in the country. So uh, I, I said this earlier in the week, and I'm going to just leave this out there again for you, Charlie, and for our fans. We may or may not see that pro-Trump character on Saturday. Oh, that'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how that goes over in Lawrenceville. That, that, that'll be worth the price of admission alone. We like uh, to call that a, we like to call that a tease. <laughs> and let's talk about, I mean, and let's, before we get on to the rest of the matches here, let's talk about a- admission. Are still tickets available? Tickets are available. Uh, we sold out of our ringside front row seats. Good for us. 
Maybe not so good for all the fans. Right. Uh, adult general mission is $10. Kids general mission is 8 Those are our normal prices, by the way. The, the ringside uh, is just a special uh, for FanFest. But uh, there are tickets available. Uh, you can call the KSWA, 412-726-1762. Uh, you can see us, uh, you can contact us through KSWA.net. Uh, we're on the social media platforms as well, at KSWA Wrestling on Twitter, KSWA Wrestling on Facebook as well. Uh, you can end up that way. So there are tickets still available. Uh, my advice is to get them right? Uh, because we are, uh, you know, we've had to turn people away, unfortunately, in the past. That's great because we sell out the Spirit Hall. But, uh, you know, the, the fire marshal says you can only have so many people and, uh, you know, we do creative math when it comes to that, too, Charlie. But, uh, you know, we can only put so many people in that building. So get your tickets and come early. We have a special. The bell time is 7, which is normal. Uh, the doors open at a special time on Saturday at 5 o'clock. Great. And, like, there will be plenty of uh, be plenty of other things to do. Like I said, there will be giveaways. There will be, you know, there will be a, a, an auction. And so um, folks can come in and, and take advantage of some of those things as well. Um, so KSWA Tag Team Title Match. Cash and Star against Hunter and Morris. Uh, so I don't know much. About, I don't know much about this. About this match is this is this a, is this a rivalry match or just sort of a? a it, yeah, it is. It's really, it became a it became a nice rivalry over the summer. These guys have hooked up and clashed uh, several times. Uh, Chris Cash and Saint Star, of course, are uh, sometimes managed by myself. Uh, uh, and uh, you know, we kind of broke in to the KSWA at the same time when we kind of. Uh, devolve, evolve together. Those two have grown up. I uh, have not. Uh, uh, but Morrison, uh, Harley Morrison, Zach Hunter have come up there. They're from uh, West Virginia, and they've done a good job of building chemistry first off as a team. And then, uh, you know, they've taken uh, uh, big chunks out of each other during the time. Uh, uh, we've had uh, several matches, outdoor matches, where uh, they've gone off the top of uh, U-Hauls and buses at each other. So it's been a pretty intense rivalry. Uh, Cash and Star have retained the championship still now, uh, until now, and, and we'll have it going into Saturday, but we'll see how that plays out. Worthy contenders, Horace and Hunter. Uh, the one other factor is, uh, in November, Shane Star had his shoulder injured by Dennis Gregory, uh, and he assures me, you know, I talked to him, uh, earlier in the week, he assures me that he's fine, but until we can get an official sign off by our medical team, uh, you know, that'll be the final, right. uh, push in that match, but, He's going to want to go regardless, but uh, uh, that's a great match, too, for our tag team championship. And then we move on to the KSWA five-star title match. Uh, Bubba the Bulldog, um, who's been in the scene uh, uh, for, for, for many years, uh, against Brohemoth. Um, a, a big personality versus a big human being. Brohemoth right. uh, uh, has been with us now probably going on two years. Yeah. Uh, and he's been uh, – the fans have really taken to him, and he's done a great job, I think, with this. He initially was in – a feud with Mitch Napier uh, to try to win the KSW Heavyweight Championship, and those two actually became allies. Uh, he's a big challenge uh, for anyone, and anytime he's in there, uh, he's going to be a big challenge for Bubba the Bulldog, who has made a mystery in his corner. Right. Uh, Bubba is uh, is a big time personality, and you talked about it. He's been uh, around the, the independent wrestling scene here in Pittsburgh for a long time. Uh, we're proud to have him in the KSWA. Uh, he came back and actually became tag team champions with Dennis Gregory. Uh, they lost the belt to Cash and Star, and then Bubba won our five-star championship, and he's done a good job of defending it. I just wish that he wasn't so loud. He stands right <laughs> next to me, and uh, I can hear him, but 
you know, he has to be out, out loud. So uh, it's a big challenge for Bubba, but his experience uh, makes it a worthwhile match as well, Charlie. Absolutely. And then we we come down to sort of the 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 sort of specialty match on the on the card, which is the Steel City Strap Match, Yinza versus Lou Martin. And I guess that's just like a, a sort of a, a historical strap match where we're tied at the wrists, I hope, and not anywhere else. That could be a little painful. <laughs> tied to the wrists. <laughs> Although those other regions, quote unquote, uh, are probably in play as far as this go, but they'll right. be tied to the risk. Uh, these two have been going at it for almost a whole year now. Uh, Lou Martin, for several years, Charlie has proclaimed himself as the face of Pittsburgh. Yenza, of course, is the, uh, the Pittsburgh luchador. Uh, he's got a great uh, fan support behind him as well. Uh, Lou Martin in VIP, Dr. Devastation ways, mm-hmm. uh, attacked uh, Yenza from behind with that strap. Uh, which he's done. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. The self-proclaimed face of Pittsburgh versus the Pittsburgh luchador. Uh, I'm not trying to influence anyone, but one of these two, whoever wins this match, could be a potential cover boy for the Pittsburgh current. Just saying, Charlie. <laughs> They're going to reach the, that level of heights, right? Could be could be the the face of the Pittsburgh current, or, or uh, the face on the be- front of the Pittsburgh current. Well, one already thinks he's a cultural icon. The other one could be a cultural icon. <laughs> So that would yeah. make sense to be out there. But, uh, you know, it's spilled over. The strap is yellow, too, so that makes sense. Black right. and gold, sure. black and gold uh, for the Steel City strap match. So, you know, let them take their aggressions out on each other. That's going to happen Saturday night. Now, is this a pinfall or submission match, or is this a touch four corners uh, strap match? Um, uh, we're still undecided okay. on that. Uh, it could go either way. Uh, we'll see on Saturday once uh, the competitors arrive and see how we want to go. So we'll make that uh, decision uh uh, before then and let the fans know before the match starts. So right. um, either way is fine with me. Yeah. So, and we're talking about KSWA Fan Fest and Holiday Toy Drive this Saturday, December 1st, 7, uh, 7 p.m. Doors open at 5 p.m. Um, tickets still available. Um, $8 for kids, $10 for adults. And in the past, this show has sold out, as, as Bobby O just said a minute ago. And it's, um, I think, the year, the year that George the Animal Steel uh, made an appearance. You guys had, there were there were a couple thousand people easy there, right? And 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 a good chunk of those had to be turned away. Yeah, unfortunately, we had to turn uh, people away from that. And and again, we're limited to, to what we can do uh, because of, uh, you know, the, the fire laws. And safety is a big factor, too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hate turned the people away. Uh, but that's why we advise, you know, come early, get your tickets early. Yeah. If you have a ticket, you know, if we get to a certain level of pre-sales, then we'll know, hey, this show is sold out. So, yeah. Yeah, but show up early. We will have some tickets available at the door uh, should we not sell every one of those uh, tickets beforehand. And and just – and two things. Like I said, I want to talk about the NW – I want to talk about the NWA – history of the NWA just a little bit more. But I want to ask you, earlier this year you had a um, – you had a, uh, a a card to benefit um, Lord Zoltan Ken Jugan. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny Jugan is just one is just a great individual um, in this uh, in this uh, backer of professional wrestling and just um, just just a great person. I actually I actually met him and got to know him in the years when he would do Deaf WrestleFest in Pittsburgh right. to benefit. Uh, Western Pennsylvania School of the or something like that. Um, but his sons both went to that school, and he did the annual fundraiser there. Was always a, a pretty good star-studded card. So, so Ken has been a big part of this community, and this is to was to help Ken uh, sort of offset expenses. Ken uh, was was diagnosed with cancer, um, and he's been going through that fight. Could you give me a little update um, on on Ken, how he's doing? 
Uh, I, I sure can, Charlie, and I appreciate you asking that. Uh, it was uh, first of all, we were involved in Death Wrestle Fest too, so yeah. that's a great thing. Uh, and, and arguably, Lord Zoltan, one of the uh, maybe the most important independent re- wrestler uh, in and around, so we were had to have him on the roster. But uh, we had that show uh, for Ken Lord Zoltan, uh, and then uh, maybe two months after that, uh, he finally was able to uh, have uh, successful. And I cannot. Uh, emphasize that enough successful surgery. He beat cancer before. He had successful surgery. Uh, so he is well on his way. He's doing better. Uh, as far as that, you can see him uh, on Facebook uh, as Lord Zoltan, uh, Ken Jugan, Lord Zoltan. Reach out to him. Let him know you're thinking about him. But he's doing better. So I appreciate you asking that. The, Absolutely. The, the surgery was successful. Uh, you talk about his sons. One of his sons, Adam, is one of our referees. Uh, so the, that, uh, that's a great thing as well. But yeah. thanks for asking that. And uh, also, Charlie, that we, you know, uh, that's one of our niches is we love to do benefit shows. Right. Uh, we do a lot of those every year. Uh, and uh, that's to, that's another way for us to give back as well. So right. thank you for asking about that. Absolutely. So, yeah, fun, you guys do fundraisers for, for various organizations and schools and, and different things. And so they should definitely reach out to you for, uh, you know, rather than a candy sale. Uh, uh, this, this, is a lot more, right. this is a lot more fun than selling uh, almond candy bars. I'll tell you you know, you can, you can buy a hoagie or you can buy a hoagie and watch wrestling. Exactly. Exactly. That's a win-win. Right? That, that is a win-win. Believe me, that is absolutely a win-win. So I want to talk to you about and 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 if uh, if Sorg would like to also jump, and I want to talk about. I wanted to get your opinions on talking about the NWA. Is it that cut and dry of a situation? Is Ric Flair the greatest NWA champion of all time, or are there other names that you can sort of put in there? And then also, I just want to kind of get your thoughts on on some some NWA moments over the years that that you guys may remember. Um, but is is it that cut and dry? That's the NWA champion that most people remember. But there are other names in there too, like Harley Race and going back Luthez. I don't know if anybody here was had ever seen Luthez. But but so so what what are your what are your thoughts on that? Is is it that easy? Is Ric Flair the greatest NWA champion of all time? Um, I'm going to answer that question with a yes. I'm going to go back to that. I just wanted to throw in quick. We have uh, we talked about the other matches. We have two other matches. We oh. have a ten, uh, a ten man, uh, five person on each side tag team match, which we. Had, uh, each team has over a thousand pounds, so over wow. two thousand pounds. So uh, uh, that's like a ton on each side yeah. of this ring, uh, with the returning great superstar Tarantula. So uh, we've sent out for some reinforcements for a ring, uh, <laughs> and then our other match has uh, a decorated veteran and our Hall of Famer in Tommy Fame, a VIP member, mm. Charlie, taking on Trick McSorley, who is looking to score a big upset. Uh, in my opinion, and I'm biased uh, because I am a Ric Flair guy. I think. Uh, you know, Lex Luger's nickname was the total package, but I think Ric Flair brought the total package into the ring. Uh, but you talked about it. Luthez uh, uh, was great wrestler uh, back in the 50s. He had the NWA championship. Um, Bruno Sammartino actually wrestled Buddy Rogers for that belt uh, before their big match when right. uh, Bruno became the WWF heavyweight champion over Buddy Rogers. Uh, so there's that history. Uh, if People can't tell by looking at Sean Blanchard's facial hair. Um, he's a big fan of Harley Race, and Harley Race is, uh, uh, in my opinion, one of the, if not the toughest to ever enter the squared circle, and he's had that belt. And then you throw in Dusty Rhodes, uh, and, uh, you know, even Nick Aldis nowadays, defending it, bringing back into prominence. Uh, to me, and my biased answer again, Charlie, is Rick Flair is the greatest uh, NWA champion, but that doesn't take away from the uh, right. The great number of uh, superstars who have held this belt. Right. So, what do you think? I mean, is is, is it? 
Is it, is it that cut and dry? Do you think Ric Flair is probably the greatest NWA champion of all time? Yeah, I'd say he'd have to be because, uh, I, you know, I again, I kind of anecdotally, I didn't grow up with the NWA. It just wasn't on my television right, growing yeah. up, right? Um, I didn't have access to it. But, you know, hearing the stories and everything about, like, the way that, like, Ric Flair could come in and basically make a town. Because the NWA, you know, I mean, is not like a classic, like, you see it on TV every week. It was a, you, they, they it traveled to towns, much like it's doing here right. with the KSWA. And they're kind of, it feels like they're kind of returning that, 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 that thing where, where, like, Nick Aldis or Cody Rhodes or whoever has the belt is going around to these other promotions and these other towns. And, and it's becoming that alliance right. like it used to be right yeah and it's really i mean you wrestle I mean, you can watch wrestling on tv and and but watching wrestling live uh local promotions it's so accessible i mean you know you're 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 not gonna you know be standing you know if you want to if you want to meet the guy you met in the ring there's a good chance you're gonna be able to meet him after the mm-hmm. match and you're gonna be able to talk to him and ask him questions um so i i have to say for my answer I think it, you probably have to say Ric Flair, but I will say my favorite NWA champion of all time, uh, because it was one of those when I was, again, watching uh, uh, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, Jim Crocker Promotions, when Hands of Stone, Ronnie Garvin, came off the top of the, the, top of the cage, I think, uh, sunset flip on Ric Flair and won the title. Um, it was one, I think I was, I think I was maybe 12, 11, 12, my brother, I think was eight or nine. It was one of the greatest days of our young lives to watch Hands of Stone, Ronnie Garvin, um, you know, beat Ric Flair for the title on Saturday morning TV. You know, they showed it obviously delayed. But, um, yeah, it was it was one of so Ronnie Garvin, I think, goes down, even though I think he made I think Ric Flair may have been his only title defense. And uh, he lost the belt almost immediately uh, to Ric Flair. But that was just one. That's one of those moments that made me sort of really be a fan. Um, That's when I was like, yeah, I'm 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 an NWA guy. I'm a. I'm a, you know, I'm definitely a, a, a Georgia championship wrestling guy, I think. So it was, that was the moment for me. Um, what about, is there, is there a favorite? Do you have a favorite that, uh, or a favorite NWA moment that you remember, Bobby? Um, I always liked uh, the, the battles uh, with Nikita Koloff trying to go out Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, I remember the, the Ronnie Garvin moment, which is a great moment too. Uh, I think the chase of that title uh, to me, actually, you know, Ric Flair would defend it. And defended well, but I love the guys chasing him. Yeah, uh, I'm a bigger guy, and I'm a Dusty Rhodes fan too. So yeah. he's always uh, he was always one of my favorites as, as well. Uh, there's just a long list uh, of people yeah. with that title. Uh, I, I remember at the beginning, you know, seeing some matches with Harley Race, but then I, I think Rick Fair kind of brought that into to his prominence. And again, defending it uh, on Saturday, Saturday morning. Yeah. I'd watch it Saturday morning and Saturday night again. Right. Uh, you know, don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's just how great wrestling was back then. I think you made a great point, too, when you were talking to Mike, Charlie, about kind of bringing it back to the way it was when the territories were around. And you'd waltz in with that belt. You come to a territory and that would elevate the belt as well. So uh, we kind of got that going on Saturday, too. Yeah. And that's really cool. And I and I think that, you know, I think that that wrestling is sort of, you know, I don't know if there's ever going to be another WWE um, but I don't know if there has to be, because as long as you've got a territory system. Uh, yeah, Mike. Uh, from the chat room, uh, we got uh, Matthew out there saying, uh, Carrie versus Rick. I think Carrie Von Erich is who we're talking about there. Yep. That's a good moment. Yeah, that, that, was, def- that was definitely a good moment. And Carrie Von Erich obviously had um, the Von Erich family. Another great uh, Google, yeah. if for those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. V-O-N-E-R-I-C-H, uh, the Von Erich family. It's just, it's a, it's, it is the... 
tragedy story of professional wrestling. There um, is if you have if you have WWE Network, I think they do have the WCCW documentary on do. there that, yeah. that talks a lot about the Von Erich. Right. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's not a pleasant story, yeah. but it, it is it is the history and and it's a an incredible story. Yeah, and, and I again, tragic and short. You no, know, Charlie, you make a yeah. great thing, thing, and I just uh, realized my own mortality. And the older I get, the more often I say Google. It, so <laughs> that's, that's how times are changing. <laughs> Go to the library, get an encyclopedia, and then look up, and you won't see anything about professional wrestling. So at least with the internet, we at least have a source nowadays. Hey, I, I, I used yeah. to get I, get I used to get pro wrestling books out of my school library. Did they you had a book on they had a book on Hulk Hogan? Wow, yeah. I think we had a Hulk Hogan book, but the ma- magazines back like again, you just go no, on the internet. No, no, no. But mag the the wrestling mags back then, you know, it, you know, I we got we had just. Every month, I, I bought The Wrestler and Pro Wrestling Illustrated and uh, Inside Wrestling every month. And uh, it mm-hmm. was just, and that's how I'm like, where the hell is all this other wrestling coming from that I've never heard of, I've never seen? And that's where, you know, that's that's where my sort of love, when I finally when I finally found it on the dial, that was when it was that's, just the best. That's how I discovered it. Somebody gave me a stack of like the Pro Wrestling Illustrated I'd never yeah. heard of before. And I'm like, what is this War Games thing that's happening? Yeah. And everything like that, you know? Like with the build you know, Go ahead. Us, us reading wrestling magazines back in the day is akin to us walking five miles uphill in the snow <laughs> right. school. Right? Exactly. Yeah, it'll work for your fandom. Exactly. And I, I will say, in so uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Inside Wrestling, the former, I was Bill after the the publisher editor of those. He's a KSWA Hall of Famer, correct? He's, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a great guy too. Just yeah. Uh, I sat there just in the. I, I know my family will agree, uh, maybe not agree with this, but uh, in silence, because sometimes it's hard to shut me up, uh, just listen to his great stories. Our Hall of Fame photographer, Howard Kernatz, as well, yeah. uh, was one of the great photographers whose work showed in all his magazines. So uh, he tells great stories as well. But yeah, go after Howard Kernatz. And that's how we got our information. You know? I would get, can't wait till the next month for that to come to the store. And then I read. Man, they booed Andre the Giant. What's going on here? So that was just a great way to uh, to grow up as a wrestling fan as yeah. well. Yeah, and then you see what's going. You saw what was going on in in Mexico and Japan, and you're like, holy cow! Like this is this isn't just this isn't just us us watching. You know, Big John Studd and Andre the Giant. I mean, there's other stuff going on out there. Not that that wasn't a great. Uh, those weren't great matches. I, I love those matches. Um, again, as a kid. Anyway, you look back at some of that stuff now, and <laughs> you're like, hmm, why didn't I catch on to something way back then? But <laughs> It's just a great. It's pro wrestling is just is just a great. It's just a great thing, and that's why uh, a lot of us appreciate what you guys at the KSWA are doing. Um, and if you've never been to a KSWA show, this would be the one to come and check out. Um, it's KSWA Fan Fest and Holiday Toy Drive, Saturday, December first, seven p.m. Doors open at five. Bobby O, owner of KSWA, uh, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for letting us be a part of this as uh, as the media sponsor and. Um, I guess we're looking forward to a great show on Saturday. Well, well we sure are, Charlie, uh, Bethany, Mike. I appreciate the opportunity uh, for you guys letting me come on onto your podcast here with the Pittsburgh Current, talking about it. We certainly are very appreciative of your sponsorship of FanFest, and uh, we hope to see everyone, uh, and we can't have everyone, but we hope to see everyone come and uh, look for a great time on Saturday night uh, at our FanFest show. Thanks again, Charlie. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you very much. And for those of you that don't make it, I will do a complete write-up, and then I will put it in a magazine. You can read about it three months later, which is what we had to do as kids. 
So on so by so by Valentine's Day, I'll have that reported for you the results of uh, of KSWA. But we will on Monday we will have a roundup of of the show and we'll probably have some images and some maybe some video from that. So um, we're looking forward to being on the scene there. So uh, man, I can sit here and talk NWA wrestling all day, and and I really got a lot of things to do, but I. I, I would give them all up just to sit here all day and talk about that's the only like I love like I couldn't live without my iPhone and I couldn't live without like the expanse of cable TV. But like I would go back to the 80s, just like the se- late 70s and 80s just to watch professional wrestling again, because I really again, if for someone my age, that was that was really the heyday for me. So, um, yeah, anyway, Ugh. this has been the Pittsburgh Current Podcast, and I am a uh, dreamy eyed Charlie Deach thinking about uh wrestling past so head out to fan fest this weekend go to pittsburghcurrent.com we do have a, an article on there about it um you can find information there to get tickets to our merry giftmas show uh merry giftmas party on december 13th you can go to we have a link on our website and on our facebook page and we are looking forward to a great weekend uh around pittsburgh and we are looking forward to next week's show and we will see you right here next week this has been the pittsburgh current podcast This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.